Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> Hello, Jane. Hi, Isa. This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, the Lizzie McGuire movie from 2003. Very exciting. But first, Jane, I have to tell you about seeing someone that I know from high school. Wait, yeah. you also had a story about someone you saw from I high did. School. Well, from childhood. But you go first. Oh. Oh. Um. So my story is that I saw this girl that was she was not in my friend group but she was in the like if you think to mean girls friend groups she was in the cool asians friend group um and she and i were the most anxious of our respective friend groups and that's why we got along wow and now she's like kind of high up in her company and her company works with my company so it was this weird like and now we're girl bosses (laughs) like I truly, like, did not expect to see anyone I knew from high school at, like, a work thing. And, like, I was like, oh, this girl I know from college. And then I stopped myself and I was like, no, wait, I haven't seen her since, like, 2009, 2010. Um, So that was very strange. And we gossiped about everyone. And one thing we talked about was there's this one girl that was sort of also in the, like, group of, like, overachieving people in high school that um, got very, very Christian recently. And we don't know if, like... So, like, I don't know if you have any people you know from high school who got very, very religious on social media, but I don't. my take was, like, if she hadn't gotten religious, would she have been posting about something else? Is she just, like, an influencer? Does that make sense? It's just, it's just fodder. Well, it's her influencer brand of choice. Right, right. I mean, everyone needs something, so she picked Jesus. Do you think, do you think, do you think I'm right? <laughs> I mean, I need to meet your friend, obviously. Oh, the, the Christian one. I'll show you her social media account. Um, It's very, like, there's, like, one tasteful emoji, and then there's, like, an inspirational quote. And the picture is, like, a picture of, like, her coffee beside, like, a succulent. You know what I mean? I love that. Okay. But something it's Christianity. You said it's Christianity. Really, something you said really, like, meant something to me, which is the oh. idea that you were both the most anxious people of your clique. Do you think that there's just, like... Like, in every click, there's a type, and then then all the types could come together. I really like that idea. The anxiety types. I actually really liked it because, like, I... She's, like, someone that I always consider very brilliant, but, like, very... Like, I worried about her. Like, obviously, I was also anxious, but I was, like, you're gonna be fine. Like, you're so smart. And then, like, now she's, like... Like, everyone in my company, like, knows her as, like, a big deal in her company. And I was, Whoa. like... You made it, girl. Like, I don't care about succeeding in my job, but, like, I'm really happy that she did. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. couldn't give a shit about progressing at my job. Um, Just kidding, if anyone from my job is listening. Um, But, um, yeah, I it was very wholesome, and we got lunch. She also said something that was kind of stressful to me, which is that she said, I must have been on a hundred first dates since pandemic, like, kind of died down, because um, she... Is mingling, single and mingling, but, like, um, she just bemoaned, like, New York dating scene. That's so. too many dates. Yeah, that, like, makes me really stressed out, actually. I'm hoping that she was joking. Yeah. Hyperbole. Anyway, um, I'll show you the influencer person's... <laughs> Do you have any friends from high school that became more religious? Yeah, of course. Became outwardly religious on social media? Yeah. There's oh, one girl who I really liked, and 
I know that during her wedding ceremony, one of the things was like, he'll follow God, you'll follow him. As in like, the man, husband will follow Jesus, the woman, the wife will follow the husband. And then the dog will follow them. Yeah. <laughs> the, the dog follows the wife. The baby follows the dog. <laughs> I think that's how it goes. It's like, it's like um, doing like the cha-cha. <laughs> like it's like they're at a wedding. Um, yeah, I guess I, I knew a lot of religious people in high school who got less religious. So that's the only one I know who's like the other way around. Um, another big update from my like high school friends is that someone I know for a fact was waiting until marriage, just got married. And so, like, now that person has had sex and their life has been changed, you know? Yay! And, I'm very and now they're going to get a divorce, couple. right? Um, On their honeymoon... Okay, wait. This sounds like I'm shitting on them. On their honeymoon, they did, like... They're, like, at a beach, like, resort. But they also did, like... It looked like paint night. And I was like, don't do that on your honeymoon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Unless like it's, like, paint night painting, a la painting a sea revenge. turtle. Oh, they're, okay. like, painting a sea turtle. You know what I'm saying? Is it like paint and sip? Do you understand? Yeah, 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 exactly that. Do you understand? <laughs> okay, I got it. You should introduce our guest and we should ask what he thinks of that. Okay. okay. Kevin Burke is a stand-up comedian, writer, and musician based in New York City. Hello, Kevin. Hello, Kevin. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for me. sitting through that. <laughs> no, I, I loved hearing about... Uh, I, I mean, honestly, I feel like as we age more, we can all relate to like the people from high school that just became so weird like after high school <laughs> or are doing paint and sip on their honeymoon yeah 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 it should or be the... oh shit i can't think of two sex words anyway sorry sorry keep going you can't think of two <laughs> sex words it shouldn't be paint Suck and, and sip. <laughs> there you go <gasps> uh, kevin we like to <laughs> kevin we like to ask everyone who comes on the pod what mm -hmm. type of teen were you so uh, I was thinking about this. Honestly, I was kind of like a shy loner type kid, especially, you know, through middle school, high school age. Um, so I'm trying to like, I, I don't know like who I'd even relate to in this movie we're going to talk about. Um, it's more like an external experience watching the Lizzie McGuire movie. <laughs> do you it, know maybe... Riverdale? Like, do you relate oh. to... Um... Jughead. Bug, Jughead? Jughead Jones? I, I can't say I've ever watched Riverdale, so I don't have any fun anecdotes about that. He's a weirdo. He wears a hat, and he's kind of, like, off to himself. Did you wear a weird hat? Uh, no. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I was a weirdo, you know? Just more just, like, I... <laughs> this is solitary. But, but, but thank you for that, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the energy I'm getting. No, just kidding. So, <laughs> the lone wolf. What was your... Did you have like one best friend or like? Oh yeah, yeah. I I had I had like two <laughs> or I had like two or three like friends, but my general experience at school was more like yeah to myself. James, you know like you I mean? gotta have a friend. Did you do <laughs> clubs? Stop it. I'm Stop so it. sorry. We have he never can... had a we've never had a loner on the. He's okay on, on the pod. I'm I'm fine now. Um, <laughs> no. Honestly, I I was in a I was in a band with um two of my friends, but wow. not really not really like present at my school. You know what I mean? Like they they went to a different school. I hung out with them on the week weekends, that type of stuff. You know. What I mean, that sounds play, cool. What did you play yeah, in the yeah, band? Yeah. We played like 
fast punk rock. Wow. What did, <laughs> where what, I let out all my, all my play? anger and anxieties. I play guitar. I feel like that's actually like hot. Like if I knew a teen that was like kind <laughs> yeah. of a solitary. No, yeah. no, like I would agree with you. I yeah, agree with you agree that you're yeah, hot. Like, okay. Yeah. 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 No, I yeah, can yeah. I can see it. I think that I'm reminded of um giving off had... like uh giving off like Twilight vampire vibes of like Yeah, but uh, like he's in a you know, band. like who are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, yeah. You're not doing pain and tip at your right. <laughs> Um Kevin, had you seen this f- uh film in 2003 or like oh. when? <laughs> so so funny enough I, I watched it last night, but I did see it in theaters. Yes! In yeah. theaters. Wow. So <laughs> that was the most recent time before yesterday that I've watched the Lizzie McGuire movie was in the theaters. Wow. Yeah, I think I'm a similar, I have similar like experience with the movie that the last time I watched it was pre-2010 probably. Jane, Kev- what about you? Sorry, oh, Kevin, sorry. who did you see this movie in theaters with unless I, unless you went alone solitary <laughs> solitary vibes so i was probably i was probably like nine or ten and i went with my sister my sister's friend and my friend okay, so like, this makes perfect sense mm-hmm. so like my friend's mom brought like the four of us to the movies it was Very like that sweet. type of thing yeah that's yeah. beautiful i saw the sister of the traveling pants with my mom girl I was kind of afraid of and her mom wow and um yeah that was like an unreal experience I was like that's my friend's mom watching a movie <laughs> with me you know um okay I've seen this movie so many times I like could not tell you how many <laughs> I didn't see it in theaters that would have been so cool I also like didn't watch Lizzie McGuire I didn't yeah I was gonna show. yeah I was gonna ask like are you guys old enough to remember the show no I never I to this oh, day I've never seen I did watch episode. the show I've watched I don't, you know, I don't remember a lot about it. I remember the Aaron Carter episode, but um, I watch it all the time. And it was one of those things where like, you know, I don't have this experience anymore, but I would like turn on the TV and be like, oh, I hope it's something I like actually like. Mm-hmm. And like if Lizzie McGuire was on, I'd be like, yeah, okay, I'll watch that. Like it wasn't my favorite show, but I could reliably mm-hmm. be like, this episode will be fine. Like, mm-hmm. and that's, the big episodes, like Aaron Carter episode was like really big for me. Wow. <laughs> Personally. I feel like it was on when I was maybe like seven, eight, nine age. Mm-hmm. And it was like one of the main shows on Disney Channel. Like mm-hmm. I like yeah. I do remember like, oh, Lizzie McGuire is a very big show. Um, yeah. Should I watch yeah, should I go back I, and watch it? <laughs> I think I was eleven, so it was like perfect. I think like the show is perfect and maybe a movie. But like eleven to twelve. But it's also like it's like aspirational. Like I wanted to be in I wanted to like be cool in high school, you know. Not really. Right, but like, what what's interesting is because I have not engaged with Lizzie McGuire media universe since <laughs> I've seen this movie. <laughs> I was watching it and really, really like surprised at how simple a lot of like the premises are. Like, I feel like a lot of children's like television became like after Lizzie McGuire became more focused on like fame or popularity or like me, like being a singer or an actor or something like that. Whereas I, I did 
appreciate that this was just like a normal kid like doing embarrassing things at school yeah the show is very much like slice of life yeah so i have never again i've never seen the show i kind of want to go see the show i don't know why this movie became like so important to me and my friend group like maybe they watch that's really weird to me that you have seen this movie so much but you didn't see the show i just like it's like is it like a meme movie? Like you watch it for like the sort of of it, but it's not okay. as terrible as like some other Hillary Duff movies, for example. Um, and then I started watching this. I was like, "Well, you should watch it with me." Well, it's my boyfriend, and then he was like, "I've seen this with you." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and he was like, "In your cave, my cave being the room I lived in in Washington D.C." He was like, "We watched this in your cave," and I was like, "Wow, kind of okay. erotic." Okay, sorry. it was erotic. Um, okay. <laughs> Um. Wait. So, J- so I don't your, know. Your your relationship with Hillary Duff is not tied to Lizzie McGuire. No, but it is partly tied to Lizzie McGuire. Or movie. sorry, Lizzie McGuire, the show. No, not the show. Oh my god! Movie. I don't think we. I don't think I the realized movie, that the movie trans. You know, transformed the show. It, it transcended the show in some transcended, ways. Transcended. Yes, yes. I think it might. I would. I would love to hear from our listeners. Like who? Who among us has attached? Like formed a relationship with the movie and not ever seen the show i'd love to i'd love to i mean that's the thing like if you've seen the movie and you've never seen the show i realized this after the movie ended like miranda's not even in it yeah it's like a a main (laughs) so if you've never seen the show she's like a main character she's not even in it it's huge that lillane's not in it and that like lizzie is like talking to the villain Wait, like, is Miranda? Do we know why she wasn't in it? Could the yeah, actor- she was filming. She was filming something else that like I'd never heard of before. It was like a Disney mm-hmm. Channel movie that did not do well, essentially. So she should yeah. not have done that. <laughs> I looked, I looked it up as well that she might have been like promoting a, a music thing, like an album mm. or a tour or something. So that's another interesting. But she yeah, so she left like season two of Lizzie McGuire, I think. Mm. um not that i remember that i remember reading it but yeah um i yeah that's so weird and you like don't know ethan and what's the mean girl's name kate Kate. like kate and ethan are like their own like mean people like in the show and it's like fun to like see that i don't know it's (laughs) that's so interesting jane (laughs) i loved ethan Um, yeah honestly honestly yes i came away with that too like agreed Ethan's actually like the moral center of this whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin, what was your relationship to Hillary Duff if not um or you can say that it was Lizzie McGuire, but um yeah. It was a hundred it was a hundred percent Lizzie McGuire. Okay. But then the other things is I feel like you're either you know her from Lizzie McGuire or you know her from her absolute smash songs that she came out with after. Right, that. right. Like, yeah. Yes. Like coming clean. So yesterday, like it's one or the two, you know. Did you end up watching Cadet Kelly? Yeah, yeah, or Cadet Kelly, right. That was a big, a big Disney channel. (laughs) I watched Cadet Kelly and did not understand it. So for Kevin, I grew up in the Philippines and like didn't know any, I was like, what, like, what are they doing? (laughs) Like, Cadet Kelly is so. Is she a cadet? Like, Jane, you've never seen it. Never. We should watch it. (laughs) Kevin, explain it to me. I would absolutely watch it. So so Cadet Kelly, yeah, this might be a a good for another episode, to be honest. Cadet Kelly is a was a really big Disney Channel original movie 
at at that time so it was super successful yeah like they they replayed it a a bunch and it was lizzie mcguire or not i call her lizzie mcguire it was hillary duff (laughs) (laughs) it was hillary duff and christy carlson romano oh christy carlson (gasps) youtube of youtube fame now (laughs) yes yes of youtube fame so it was like probably at the peak of both lizzie mcguire and even stevens for for christy carlson um and she was basically the um, mean like troop leader of this like cadet camp and it's like rotc yeah. kind of oh wait but so n- hillary but not, wasn't mean but it's like she played not, a no, no. okay that no. makes sense it's yeah. not rotsy it's like it's like camp yeah it's i mean i still don't really understand and they're in like almost navy uniforms yeah the only the only thing i remember <laughs> was that hillary duff got called a maggot a lot and i don't mm. even really know what that what a maga <laughs> yeah, oh my, yeah, yeah. wait does she ever do an obstacle course i need to know tell me uh, yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, i'm sure they go through like the tropes of like climbing the ropes and okay stuff like i have to see this i just have to yeah see. i'll see you i would love to see it with you actually okay, okay. um okay um all right lizzie mcguire movie 2003 the events of the film are after season two which is the final season of lizzie mcguire um everyone's didn't accept Lelaine. um the person who uh i think that i think that in general they like were timing this with her music stuff but the person who produced this movie produced fame like the original 1982 fame which is very surprising to me because that's oh. like a like lovely <laughs> i don't know like more serious like film anyway whatever um and then she went on to do um agent cody banks which i didn't watch at all <gasps> Oh, did you watch that, Jane? Of course I did. Of oh, okay, did. okay, okay. Interesting. Wait, Hil- Hillary Duff was in Agent Cody Banks? Oh, yeah, yeah she was. or the, the the movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah, wait. That's yeah. a classic too. She, yeah. yeah, and all these kids, like, like her brother, I couldn't remember if I recognized her brother from something else too, but like the, the, um, the guy who plays uh, Paolo is like still working. He's like in Pretty Little Liars and like 90210 and stuff like that. And I'm that makes me really happy for him. Yeah, I think it was his accent, his accent work that really just like had all the people calling to hire him. So yeah, I mean, of course, like everyone, if you try to Google his name, which is Yanni Gelman, everyone is like Italian. Um, it is like a kind of a random thing where he apparently just like sent a self tape off and like totally thought it would be nothing and they reached out to him and were like do you want to come to Italy and film on site which he also has a university degree in political science okay sorry that I just had to get that Good out for him. Paolo has yeah political I mean, Paolo what's interesting is all these people were like still in high school so like after this they just went to college you know like they just lived oh like God. normal lives after that you know <laughs> yeah i guess he like he is from miami i think and he is of course because everyone's googling his race he is um jewish russian um spanish and english and not Ooh. italian at all wow yeah Racially he speaks ambiguous. he does not speak italian he just did a fun accent and he's lovely like i thought he was wait you're saying that accent tiny. wasn't genuine <laughs> i have a theory <laughs> about the accents okay yeah. so 
I, my theory is that this movie was like, we cannot hire anyone actually Italian because Hilary Duff has to do an Italian accent and we know she's going to actually uh. a- absolutely just like <laughs> fumble the bag or whatever that saying is. And so they're like, we need to surround her with people who are just also doing terrible accents. Yeah. So that it's just kind of like, we, this is like, this Italy is like a new, it's a different country than, than yeah, our, it's, a it's fantasy Italy. Italy. I do like that he's, so when this was filmed, she's 16 and he is 18. And I really liked it. Yeah. I really liked that he was a little baby. I I guess. What? Are you surprised? Well, the thing is, like, it's so funny that we talk about her music career because she's playing a child. Like, Lizzie, this is, like, so young. Like, the most they do is peck. She only does one oh, little we, kiss. We should, yeah, we should definitely talk about that. Okay, like, okay, it's okay. very, very innocent. This, it's, it's so, for this children. movie is for children. Yeah, G-rated. They're, they're trying to boost her as, like, a pop star, I guess, afterwards. Yeah, but they're capitalizing on the fact that, like, all these, like, 11 and 12-year-olds will, like, want to relive Lizzie McGuire because season two is done, you know? They yeah. know it. I can't mm-hmm. believe it only had two seasons. Yeah, and okay, they would just, like, I... replay them. I thought about this too, because it's interesting when you go back and look at like a pivotal childhood show from like your youth and you see that it only was on for three seasons. And then you think about like, oh wait, three seasons is like my whole childhood. Like that's three, <laughs> like, like three, like three years, three years go is like a long time when you're a kid. Like that's like three full grades of your, you know, like that's a long time. That's a point. I do think also they had, it was like one of those shows that had like 30 episodes a season, 35, mm. 40 episodes a season. Like it was not like a mini series, you that know? That would make sense too, yeah. <laughs> That'd be so funny, Lizzie McGuire mini series, HBO mini series. Okay, I think we should get into it, Jane. As Lizzie gets ready for middle school graduation, her brother Matt secretly films her. At the ceremony, her former <laughs> BFF Kate calls her out for being an outfit repeater. She unexpectedly has to give a speech, and then she trips, bringing the curtain down on all of her classmates. Matt sends the footage to Good Morning America. The next day, Lizzie, her best friend Gordo, and her classmates head to Rome, chaperoned by the strict Angela Ungermeyer. Kate and Lizzie are assigned to the same hotel room, much to their disappointment. While doing tourist stuff, Lizzie is approached by an Italian pop star named Paolo, who mistakes her for his singing partner, Isabella. Paolo asks Lizzie to meet him at the fountain the next day. So first thing I'll say is uh, Angela Ungermeyer, I know from Mrs. Maisel, obviously. Yep, yep. Um, But... She always looks familiar to me, and I'm just now realizing that it was because of the losing of art. Wait, I think you're. I think you're right. When I started Miss Maisel, I was like, I know her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> from something. I like convinced myself it was Gilmore Girls or something, but she it was is the in Gilmore Bar Girls. I know, I know. Say. She actually but plays I... two characters in Gilmore Girls. <laughs> <laughs> they like dress her up as an old woman, and then she She's... also is the harpist. She's incredible. Um, the other thing I was gonna say is that Roger Ebert like did not like this movie, but praised her. <laughs> oh, really? I need to yeah. read his review. I love yeah, his, yeah, I, I want to read his review of the Lizzie um, McGuire movie. This is the second Hillary Duff movie we've watched in which her brother is videotaping her. <laughs> <laughs> this is a theme across movies. Um, yeah, I, what? Remember in Raise Your Voice. Yeah. He's always like videotaping her, like singing into a hair dra- hair brush. That one was also, I think, creepier because the brother was like also a teenager, and this is more like a child like learning to use a video camera and being like, I could get famous. Right. Um, much like the plot of Nope, actually. Anyway, um, 
I was going to ask if you had any experiences like spying on your older sibling. Or actually, Kevin, I don't know if you have siblings. I have a younger sister and a younger brother. But okay. never Did any uh, of them spy on you? Not really. No. <laughs> it was we just too ha- successful. We all just kept uh, kept to ourselves, I guess. A family of but, owners. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the funny thing is, this is the thing that I noticed. Like, they play it a very teen movie at the beginning where it's like, Matt, get out of my room. Like, that yeah, type of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I, like, I don't know if you guys felt the same way about this, but, like, this movie and show in general has the most basic names for characters. Like, <laughs> the characters Matt. are literally Elizabeth, Matt, and Kate. Like, <laughs> like no other show has, like, like, I feel like all these current shows are, like, yeah. what's, like, a really unique name that people will only identify with this character? Yeah. That's so true. Yeah, last night Walter mentioned Lizzie McGuire movie, but I really thought he said Elizabeth McGuire movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what it is. That's full name. That's the uh, professional formal Jane, name. did you ever spy on your sister? Not, not really, because she was like too much older than me. But what I would do is I would watch her play Sims, and it would piss her off. So I would just sit like two feet behind her, yeah, just watching her play Sims, and yeah. she would hate it obviously why did i why did she i get would hate it because she was she was hooking up with her crushes in the sim she wanted she, to do woohoo and she, she didn't, didn't want her little sister behind her yeah. Isa, did you spy on your brother i feel like of anyone it would be you. um yes well i definitely have a lot of memories of like watching him play video games um but also i remember he would have friends over and my big memory is that they were watching fight club and i would like kind of be in and out of the room but like i knew he didn't want me to like be there watching fight club with them and i was probably like 11 or 12 at this point and i also was kind of scared of it (laughs) um but they get to the line where helena bottom carter is like i haven't been fucked like that since grade school and they all they paused it and all laughed and then went back and like watched it again and like paused it and laughed and i and I was just like, the experience was seared into my brain. I like that that's what they focused on. There's a lot of other, like, pretty grotesque and, like, explicit stuff in that movie. Yeah, I mean, it is one of the more unexpected lines that pops out and you're like, whoa. And they were, like, 14, maybe? So, yeah, that's my experience. But no filming. Yeah, I would be worried about what I would see. If I just, like, had a secret camera in someone's room, like, you're going to see things... You you don't want to see. Wait, okay. the brother doesn't set up a secret camera. Okay, yeah, he does. I thought he put the in the the <laughs> the uh, car. <laughs> the car zooming into. Oh, the... I did not pay attention. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I love the line. You're an outfit repeater. That's like a classic. I also feel like it dates the movie because totally. Because, like, eco-friendly babes of the 21st century, like, we have to repeat our outfits. Sustainable. Yeah, 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 sustainable. (laughs) I I do think it's a weird way to start the movie. Kevin, what were you going to say? No, 100%. Like, the first, like, five minutes, ten minutes of this movie is a series of events that would just, like, never happen. Like, (laughs) like Like, they have a graduation, and Kate stops, like, on a on a dime and is like you're wearing the same outfit you're an outfit repeater everyone and she's like horrified and i'm watching this like what is what kind of an insult is this? like that yeah. seems out of nowhere 
Also, it's weird because they're all wearing graduation gowns. So it's like, I don't... What does it matter? Yeah. I don't know what anyone is wearing. Yeah, I, I don't care. I don't know. And then is it the principal that comes up afterwards and says, oh, the valedictorian is sick. <laughs> so now you have to give the speech that you didn't prepare for. And I'm just like, what, 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 yeah, what like, world what? would this ever happen? Yeah, like this is not a realistic scenario yeah it's also the middle school graduation and i don't think you like have a speech no (laughs) so the speech thing is really shoehorned and like i'm not sure it's fully necessary except that there's a there's a through line of her confidence yeah yeah but i don't think it's in the show too jane that she like hates public speaking oh okay i also don't think that being forced to make a speech unexpectedly like showcases a person's real confidence or not like that's a terrible situation to be in <laughs> for anyone yeah so yeah, yeah. i think they probably could have just not done a speech had her go up to accept the whatever the like you know shake the hand get the thing and then and then have the and incident then trip happen. or something yes fall down like, the stairs like how many times were you guys watching this and just felt like felt like so many of the plot points were so loosely tied together of like <laughs> like so many plot points are like that's so unnecessary and complicated like yeah and i think it's the reason that to like that sticks out too is because like this movie is very iconic and like everyone remembers like the big scenes from it so like it surprises you when like some of them are just like it seems like a first draft <laughs> like <laughs> um yeah, I did like, um, one thing I liked was when they were going on the trip and Miss Ungermeyer is just like this really, when you first meet her, she's like pretty disgruntled, but she like also, it's like very clear that like, she's like, she hates the kids and she hates the parents. Like the, the parents are super annoying. The kids are super annoying. She's good at her job. Like, I really like that. And I don't think that's in movies. <laughs> A good chaperone. A realistic chaperone. Yeah. And it's like the word, like first of all this trip does not exist but like if you had to do this this is like the worst like thing to have to do in the world is like take a bunch of like middle schoolers to yeah to, i almost said to paris but ima- and imagine true. she's the high school principal like that's not what a principal does she's to oh, go yeah. be in like board meetings and stuff yeah yeah she's taking a group of students that have not even gone to the school that she's a principal of yet yeah like, that eh, that's a stretch I, I do like the goodbye though. I kind of that's cute. Yeah, I feel like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Lizzie mom goodbye is sweet, and it does. She like she doesn't give a shit about her dad or her brother, but her mom she like runs back to give another <laughs> hug, and I don't know. I think that's sweet, and it is like a time in your life where you you may be quite close to your mother. Well, I was gonna ask, what was your what age were you when you had a first trip away from home that was like two weeks or like longer than two weeks? Because that is like. I think that was the thing, like, they they were, like, really playing up, like, it's so long. I mean, yeah, I mean, probably, probably, like, college, right? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I went on long trips away from home, you know? You didn't go to Rome? You yeah. did not go to Rome, no. <laughs> I went to summer camp. Um, I went to a, I think it was a two-week program when I was, like, 16 or 17, and I don't remember anyone being very emotional about it. I think it was like, oh. I, then again, I was in like, where's, where? Well, I was in the Northeast. I was close to home. Was the, was the first time hard for you to be away though? No, not, really. <laughs> not at all. I was like, so like, you're so busy. Like 
You're you're so busy being a teen and like Ugh. you know what I mean. I went to horse camp for the first time at like twelve, and I it was the one the woman or the woman the girl I'm talking about whose mom went with us to see Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants was also on that trip, and I was like scared of her, and I was so like anxious about like the social part of it. Um, it was really hard for me. <laughs> like, twelve was twelve was young too. It was like over yeah it was and it was i think it was maybe two and a half weeks and that was like so long i had never been away from home um and i distinctly remember that um the like horseback riding teacher was like telling me not to like have my nose in a book so much oh my god wait where was this camp (laughs) um this was in australia what you went to australia (laughs) oh my god oh my god why yeah. why did you have to go to Australia to ride horses? They like knew someone who like owned this magnificent property wow. and stuff. So it was kinda like get there and then like we know the people, which was nice. Um but it was also like terrifying and it was also I think I like got really um jet lagged and like threw up the first day. Oh no. Yeah. It was like very traumatic. I was like a I was a pretty like young twelve year old, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You were small. You were definitely small. It was tiny. I was. I have my nose in a book. I, I would love to know what reading. I was reading. Yeah, yeah. I would. Lo- <laughs> I, I would. Tr- I, really I, do- I would. I would. Yeah, I need to like go back and try to see pictures. Okay, I did say like in that scene, her cute little eyes are getting so big. That's what I said in that scene. <laughs> do you guys think Gordo's cute? Like let's talk about. Let's talk about Gordo. <laughs> all right. All right. I <laughs> my I watched it with my girlfriend, and she was saying that Gordo's cute, and I'm like. I, I don't really see it. He was kind of like, he was kind of like weird, this movie, right? He's always kind of weird. He is like a Jughead character in that sense. I think that when I was a kid, I did not find him cute. And then now I'm like a little more favorable. I look up, I look upon him a little more favorably. Because <laughs> he's just like, yeah, he looks like many people in Brooklyn. I appreciate that you keep referencing Jughead, and I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't for you, Kevin. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Okay, quick question. What is the dynamic in the show? Is there, like, where does Miranda come in? Like, does Miranda like Gordo? Is there a love triangle? Is it always been Lizzie and Gordo? I, oh, my God. I, Wait, I'm I pretty sure. I can't remember either, but I'm pretty sure Gordo always kind of liked Lizzie, but it wasn't as reciprocated. Oh. But I don't know. I agreed really they know. like i so miranda is sort of the like more like loud and boisterous friend um and th- she definitely like has um subplots with uh gordo but it's more like schemes scheming yeah and like they have each other's back and they like do do like heists Got yeah. it. That makes sense. I I don't think he's like a hottie I, with a body. Yeah, are you attracted to him? No, but I do think that he's sweet. <laughs> okay. And I I'm trying to. What I don't love is like boy pining after girl for two seasons of TV, and then she like realizes that he's such a good friend that he deserves a little kiss. Like I don't <laughs> I don't love that necessarily. Like I don't really buy that she's attracted to him or anything. But they do seem like sweet friends. I guess that's as far as I'll go. Yeah, mm. I think something I appreciate that they didn't do is that they didn't make him jealous um, of the Paolo. Like, the first time she meets him, he's like, yeah, of course you're, like, super excited. 
<laughs> like go go sneak out like i don't like yeah he's, the, I he's like supportive that. ultimately like it's i mean he's worried for her but he's also right so it's hard to be like you're being jealous when he's like yeah that guy's bad news okay let's go to that part let's go okay on. okay lizzie pretends to be sick and trying to be adventurous goes to meet paolo he drives her around on his moped Ungermeyer and the tour bus <laughs> almost see Lizzie, but Gordo covers for her. Paolo reveals that Isabella ditched him for an upcoming award show presentation and that she lip syncs. He asks Lizzie to take her place so they won't get fined for canceling. Lizzie is terrified about going on stage but says yes. Paolo's team gives Lizzie a makeover and they start spending a lot of time together. Lizzie is smitten. When, Kay, when Kate figures out what's up, she agrees to keep the secret. Meanwhile, Gordo is less trusting, especially when he learns from a magazine that the upcoming award show presentation also includes a performance. So I feel like that covered a lot right there. But I want to say one more thing about Gordo before we move on. Sorry. No, no. (laughs) The Gordo, like, it's a little annoying when, when Gordo is like secretly pining over Lizzie and Ethan comes in and he's like, oh, you obviously have a crush on Lizzie. And he's like, no, you idiot, you dumb jock idiot. Like, that's not what's, <laughs> that's not what, that's not what's happening. You know, like he doesn't say that, but that's essentially like what he's saying. He's like, you're so dumb and jock-like, you know, yeah. you would never get, you would never get the situation, but that's exactly what's happening. Wow, Kevin coming out pro jock. That's what I'm, <laughs> that's what I'm reading. Yeah, that, I, I mean, also, the, I wish I, I kind of wish we had more of that like roommate storyline, honestly, like it was kind of fun. Yeah, like Ethan's honestly trying to just like talk with him about it. Be and nice, yeah. yeah. And he's like kind of like giving off. Uh, I mean, maybe it's just insecurity, but it feels like he's not really taking. He's giving serious. off like like incel vibes. I there's I incel that, vibes. There's... I do think yeah. There's a little. This is like twelve year old pre incel. I do feel like um, Ethan. There's an there's a scenario where Ethan and Kate are just so much meaner, and I think that the show like really held back on that because it's for children. Um, but Kate Kate is kind of mean to her in the show. Like she'll like do pranks. Yeah, you know? and pranks are terrifying. Show. Like pranks are terrifying in middle school. The show seems so much more like prank based rather than like trauma based. There's like schemes, yeah, and um similar to the movie the the younger brother kind of has his own like plot line like you can see that the younger brother has like a girl boss like friend yeah yeah (laughs) he's like kind of manipulating him like she's from the show too which that's interesting because they move the whole movie to rome and therefore matt has no he's like has a plot line that's not really a plot line like yeah yeah yeah, I guess it's just to get the whole family there for the show. Oh, yeah. I do. It's so beautiful that there's no CGI and like. What would they, they see? What would they CGI? The scenes. Just like they would definitely dragons? do a green screen for Rome. They would definitely do a green screen for Rome for a team. For movie all now. of Rome? Okay. I, okay. They I would absolutely like, do that. For all of Rome? They would absolutely do that. They would pick something okay. that looked like Rome for a restaurant and then they would like green screen everything else. Netflix would absolutely do that. Does Honestly, Emily not go to Paris? Sorry, Kevin, speak, please. That last that last performance. Like, oh, when, my God. That's yeah, that's there was no big crowd like <gasps> they they barely showed a big crowd. They showed like the first two rows. And I know then, I have like, thoughts about like the specific yeah. people in that. Wait, scene. okay, okay. I but it, to... it is beautiful. It's beautiful. And Lizzie or Lizzie, uh, Hillary uh, talks about um, actually being on the moped with him and like 
um like being kind of scared or okay. like maybe he talked about i need that to i need to say something which is mary kate and ashley they traveled this world yeah and yeah, yeah. filmed in locations across the globe there's also some other like jeans mka jeans and there's lip gloss everyone's covered in lip gloss we got montages <laughs> we got exploring foreign lands we got unsafe driving yeah yeah it's beautiful um but i do want to talk about something beautiful. which Sorry. for some reason in my many viewings i have never considered the fact that this person is pretending to be someone else talking to people that know the person she's impersonating in this makeover scene Oh, yeah, I know. That, like, I know. why have I, know. I never pulled on that thread? Like, it's one thing for her to go up on a stage and present an award. That's fine. But he, t- why would he risk it all and take her to go talk to people who know the person she's impersonating? She's not speaking and, Italian. Yeah, that's crazy. And they also, they also like don't suspect a thing. <laughs> They're like, yeah. "Oh, Isabella, I love your blonde hair." And she's like, "What? What are you talking about?" And they're like. I should get more sun. Bye. You know. Like. I know. I was like, is the real Isabella like a dumbass? <laughs> like, yeah. what, like what is happening? I do. It's very cute in that scene because she she says like, just in heaven over here, and they're like all crowding around her. And I paused it, and one of them has a tray with cupcakes. One of them has a tray with multiple sparkling waters, <laughs> and one of them has a tray with a telephone. And I was like, what more could you want? <laughs> That really is everything you need. I'm in heaven. Um, yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me that she, there's just like no anxiety around the fact that she could get caught. Like that's the question. That is never the question. The question is like, can she get the dance moves down? To be honest, the the whole introduction between her and Paolo is one of those scenes that are tied so loosely together with by the plot. Like, like Paolo comes over and sees that she looks like Isabella. And that in itself, like a pop star would never be interested in someone that looks like someone that they know. So like- Yeah, right Paolo, there, yeah. Paolo would have had to like plan this doppelganger scheme and just like be waiting for the right, right. person. That's, it's like the movie Anastasia. Like they're just like looking. <laughs> um, which like, I guess you're supposed to think that there. there's a little bit here that, Paolo does not seem devious at all. Like, there's more that they could have done to make him seem, like, kind of mysterious and, like, you don't know if he's actually going to be nice to her. But he seems, like, really young, maybe, is why I say that. And, like, cute and sweet. And I like him. (laughs) I forgot a lot of these songs, but I remembered them again when watching them. um, When they're, like, speeding around on their little motorcycle. Oh, yeah. I have two. Okay. I have two really important questions to ask you, which is. Okay. Why not take a crazy chance? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why not do a crazy dance? Yeah, there's so much of the soundtrack that's just instantly recognizable. I would argue that if the soundtrack didn't hit, this whole movie would fall apart because yeah. it's really like the 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 string that ties everything together. And the um, songs that are not her too as well. Yeah, like what was the song for the intro scene? That was kind of Yeah, uh I forget. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And then there's a song where she's like modeling the clothes that's like, you gotta work. <laughs> there's like people going, work it. Cover girl. <laughs> and I remembered it so well. Like, uh, it was like tattooed in my brain, you know? The one other thing I wanted to say was the important, like, 
the worst sin you could apparently ever do in this movie in this universe is lip syncing you could there's no yes. worse sin than a lip syncer so paula's like oh did you know isabella doesn't even sing and lizzie's like what like worldview changes you know i do think that sent me down a path where i was like which pop star is lip sync and like (laughs) i i I do think i had like a moment there where i was like obsessed with that like i was trying to find out if like christine aguilera was lip singing at a certain concert there was just like a strange time in my life where i was like into that um i mean they still do that like they'll still like isolate the mic feed and like put it on youtube and i'm like how did you get this like (laughs) you can go on youtube and be like isolated mic feed from beyonce singing love on top when she announced her pregnancy (laughs) i'm like what i would love to listen to that stuff (laughs) that sounds great to me and also like it's really common in performances to like sing along to a track so that's what you're saying is like like selena gomez can't sing you know what i mean yeah yeah, but that's not her talent. I think her ta- I think her songs are cool. I think her talent is just like being Selena Gomez. I have a question. Gorgeous. My question was, did you ever have a moment in high school where you bonded with someone who is formerly mean or you were scared of? I mean, my the the best friend who dumped me had like previously been really mean to me. Whoa. So like twice in my life she's Whoa. <laughs> she's been cruel to me and um yeah, and we we were like so so close even after she she bullied me as a younger person so yeah it can work out and then it didn't work out but <laughs> i mean maybe you should have seen that one coming probably <laughs> yeah kevin thank you thanks Sorry. kevin you don't have one mm, no not really i i tried to stay he was too I, cool no he just didn't oh, have yeah, friends i mean you didn't like have that oh, many friends yeah. no you're oh. exactly right oh you're exactly right okay. You guys are getting okay. The vibes are getting toxic. Um, <laughs> I did have. I think I've told you about this, Jane. There was one girl who was like, kind of mean and aggressive, but also everybody would like slut shame her a lot, and I think that's why she was like that. She's also beautiful, one of the best singers I've ever met. And one day in high school, we were like, kind of forced to sit beside each other. Like Ooh. they they wanted to swap out someone else who was like being annoying or something, and so we were sitting beside each other, and she just like turned around and started being like, "What's your deal?" and like asking asking about my life and she was like very friendly and like aggressively friendly and i was like you're cool um and i had a crush on her wait but That's all. she wasn't like mean to you she was like angry and mean like outwardly to in general but she wasn't mean to me like specifically she was she was like probably mean like probably mean at a random time before like i like tried you to caught like, you like caught some of her like I you were in her way when, when she was yeah just, like, yeah yeah mean. exactly and she was like yeah like Got it. when she's just having a bad day because she's so hot sorry I yeah when you're too hot you like you kind of have to be mean <sighs> i had a crush on her okay um and she was not that scary well she was still scary okay let's should we move on? Yes, we should. Okay. okay. Lizzie asks Paolo about the ward show, and he confirms there's a performance, saying he hadn't been trying to deceive her. Lizzie agrees to the to do the performance as well. While practicing, Paolo advises her to really sing while lip-syncing. When Unger Meyer almost catches Lizzie, Gordo takes the blame and is sent home as punishment. Lizzie feels terrible, but the plane leaves before she can do anything. In the States, Matt sees Lizzie as Isabella on the internet. He convinces his parents to go to Rome with plans to sell embarrassing Lizzie content to Italian media, but the truth comes out on the flight. All right, the most infuriating scene that just felt like they really didn't write this at all was them flying to Rome 
And on the flight, in a matter of five seconds, he's holding out his picture of Lizzie. And they're like, what's that? And he, they grab it. And he's like, no, don't. And they're like, what do you know that we don't know? Like, uh, no. like in, in two seconds, this plan is for Like, it almost seemed like so lackluster like of a of a writing because agreed yeah it's like first draft but also like yeah. why can this middle class family go to rome like 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 they were not ex- they were not intending to visit her in rome and then they were just like oh we miss her so we're gonna go to rome we're gonna like take time off and go to like what yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah i'm confused i thought it was because she was sick and they found out she was sick no because the little brother no, it- was like i miss yeah yeah she's oh just God. saying i missed i miss lizzie and then they're like we miss her too let's go yeah <laughs> i mean i would argue the more the more important thing was like if lizzie was truly obviously she was faking but like if Ungermeyer like had reason to believe she was truly sick for like every single day since they got there like she should fucking call her parents like that's bad like she could have i guess she could just have mono also like long distance phone calls might not <laughs> that's true that's true but wouldn't they be cheaper than a flight <laughs> that's true okay i uh, i hope oh, the God. mario movie sounds like this movie what the upcoming mario oh, yeah, movie yeah. starring yeah. chris pratt i hope it sounds oh. like this movie <laughs> that's all i'd say wait i don't know anything about it well there was that fake quote i think it was just like a satire quote attributed to chris pratt he's like Mario's not gonna be Italian. He's gonna be normal. <laughs> That's not okay, real. Okay. <laughs> okay, I wish. I said here, would you be similarly distracted by this lovely garden? Because he like distracts Lizzie from her like being mad at him about the performance at the award show. He's like, oh yeah, there's a performance, but no big deal. Let's like walk around this beautiful waterfall garden. Do you like gardens? Yeah, who doesn't love a good garden? Yeah. You like a good garden? I get distracted. I would too. I was in uh, the American Dream Mall the other day, the second largest mall (laughs) in America, and they have just like a garden, like a, like a, like a garden display that was very Las Vegas, and I I would have loved to go down there and just like Yeah, I've been in an airport once where there was a garden like that in the middle. I can't remember where, somewhere in Asia. I also wrote I also wrote here it's kind of interesting here that he is not grooming her like he's just 17 like if this movie were made today it would definitely be about grooming right Everything I mean everything's about grooming today so yeah you can't <laughs> get away like, from it Yeah there's or Do you think he is grooming her So I was thinking that too but then they make a point to be like like 3 quarters of the way into the movie where Lizzie's like and he's only 17 and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, okay. Parents? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Concerned adults, please. <laughs> it is sort of unnecessary. I was sort of wondering, like, okay, his intent is to embarrass Isabella. Like, he doesn't have to spend that much time with Lizzie. Like, he doesn't even have to teach her the dance. You know what I mean? I think he did like her, though. Oh, you think he... So you think there's an internal conflict going on within mm-hmm. Paolo? Maybe I'm just a schmuck and I fell for it, you know? I know, it's hard. It's hard. Like, I I almost wish he was, like, a little bit more evil or we got more of that. Like, at the end, he could have Or there been was an internal torn. conflict. Yeah. I wish there was, yeah. you know, I wish this movie was, like, a little better, <laughs> I guess what I'm, is what I'm saying. Um, you know yeah. what was one other thing that I'd like to point out really quick? with the, <laughs> when the When they first meet at the gelato scene and he just comes over and introduces himself to Lizzie and he's like, Hi, I'm Paolo. This is my friend Sergey. <laughs> and he's just like just this huge guy behind him. 
Like that's not a, that. Okay. Anyway, I love that I she was that... like, "Yes, he's spending a lot of time with a forty-year-old huge man." <laughs> like she didn't connect the dots. What a fucking yeah, idiot! Like, I thought that the bodyguard and the teacher have sexual tension. Sergey and yeah. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah, that's. For sure. I feel like that's um. Oh, you're saying that's the point. I feel like that's wrapped up at the end. I feel like we're supposed to because they meet at the end of the buffet table. And... Oh, you're saying they fuck? Yeah. No, I'm saying okay. they fuck. Uh, I can't remember this, but I also said, what the fuck is she wearing in this scene? She looks like my high school theater teacher. There's like one dress she has that's like this purple, just like, it looks like a, it looks like she's in a costume, but they, they do, as you're saying, Jane, they do a lot of like lip gloss. They do a lot of like limited to style clothing. And that was one of the more egregious ones that I didn't like. Yeah. In general, her outfits are cuckoo la choo-choo and <laughs> i guess i'm curious like where in the show is she situated socially like is she a loser is she just sort of part of a friend group she's a true loser she's a no 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 she's like a just another girl with two best friends but she's afraid of public speaking and okay. she's so relatable yeah. and she like doesn't want to be in the spotlight yeah i think she's meant to be like somewhat lower on the totem pole I think yeah. her clothing doesn't reflect that properly. Like, I think she's like a klutz. She's a klutz. Mm. I feel like her clothing, she wears it with too much confidence. And like, a- as insane as the clothing is that she wears, I'm like, that's not a girl that, that's not clothing that a semi-loser would wear. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, no, I agree with you. I think like, but that's like the fantasy of Hilary Duff in any movie is like, you're a nerd, but you, like, go to Italy and you wear all these nice things. And, okay, there's a line earlier in the movie where she's making fun of Kate and she says, blow-drying, teeth-whitening friends, which I think is such a funny thing to call someone out on because, first of all, as an actor, obviously, they all whiten their teeth. (laughs) And then, like, blow-drying your hair is, like, a very, very normal thing for for many humans to do. Yeah, but I think when I was 12, if people were blow-drying their hair, they were, like... They cared a lot about being hot. But like know? Hillary Duff, like her hair is like perfectly <laughs> yeah, 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 sleek yeah, yeah, yeah. at all times. Like that's a blow dry and a straightening situation going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, but Lizzie McGuire doesn't. That's yeah. I think we're supposed to believe that she just like tumbles out with her blonde blonde hair. Should we move on? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. We're at the end. At the airport. Gordo meets the real Isabella, who is upset that someone has been impersonating her. They realize that Paolo, who can't sing, is using Lizzie to get back at Isabella. When the Maguires arrive in Rome, Miss Ungermeyer learns that Lizzie is missing. They all rush to the music ceremony. Backstage, Gordo and Isabella find Lizzie preparing for the ceremony and warn her about Paolo's scheme. During the performance, Isabella sings for Lizzie, and Gordo turns up Paolo's mic, exposing him. Isabella introduces Lizzie to the crowd, and then Lizzie finishes the song solo, displaying newfound confidence. Afterward, everyone celebrates, and Lizzie and Gordo kiss. Whoa. Um, <laughs> I would say, I would say, actually, I changed my mind. The, the scene that makes the least sense is when Gordo's in the airport, and Isabella's like, <laughs> wait, you random person that hasn't said anything yet. I want to talk to you more, because you clearly know something. Like, that makes no sense. What about when she says, way, way freaky? (laughs) (laughs) It's really bad. Um, I like the line, this boy you have known your whole life, or this boy you... (laughs) This boy you are knowing your whole life? (laughs) I love that so much. Uh. 
Uh, I love the evil flip so much. Um, I wrote, did Jennifer Lawrence watch this movie and internalize, oh, it's like cute to fall down on the red carpet because like Lizzie has that moment and like everyone loves it, you know? I feel like Jennifer Lawrence though famously is like trying to get, trying to not be like that. Like, like hmm. she, she, like she's a klutz, but she doesn't want to be. Like she took a break and she was like, people are gonna get very tired of me because like the, she she understood that she was overexposed and she was like stop oh. post, stop posting about me like tripping or like spilling my mints or saying i like pizza because she was like, i thought i thought she took a break because she was like i'm overdoing it <laughs> maybe i mean mm. maybe both maybe she yeah sing to me paulo okay um, sorry another another great line is uh I feel like there's a lot of like Kate is so rude for for no reason. Like a lot of the mean characters are mean for no reason. Uh, there's one line where Kate's like, "Spill it, Dorkerella." <laughs> but I remembered, I remembered that one. I just like that. It's cute too because she looks so young. Kate looks really young. But the, the, mm. also this meanness, this meanness is like a very particular type of mean. It's not like crushing. She's not like. Yeah, it's like kids. It's you kids have being. short legs. Like she, I don't know. That's yeah. a personal hang up, I guess. <laughs> like she's not actually calling her out for something that she cannot change about herself. She's just calling her a dork, which doesn't. She's just telling her to be better. Doesn't mean okay. I guess at this point, I realize I don't. I don't find Paolo attractive at all. Oh, I Sorry. do. Interesting. Interesting. I just I, maybe it's the hair. And I then really another do. thing that doesn't make sense is like the scheme is happening. Paolo, the jig is up. Why does he keep singing? Yeah. He knows he can't sing. So mm. he but then he decides to try. Like the obvious solution is him being like, What's happening? I don't like concert. I don't know what's yeah, happening. Yeah. Who are these two girls? Like, what? And yet he crones. Right. Yeah, I don't know if he like thinks that they'll fix it and then he can just like fix it in post or something. <laughs> He's like, the, it's if it's just one line. <laughs> the other interesting thing about Lizzie is how like right before they go on stage and they're like, Paolo's actually the one who can't sing. He's been lying to you. And Lizzie's like, but Paolo wouldn't do that to me. Like, <laughs> like we've known we've known each other for all of one day. Like he wouldn't. <laughs> He wouldn't hurt you. I know. That's why Isabella has to say that line. Okay, I I wrote down, I have a question. If you could look like a clone of one pop musician and had to impersonate them for one concert, who would you have chosen as a teen? Not now. Mm. Like, based on, like, what you listened to as a teen. Ashley Simpson. I actually have been- Wow, so fast. because, Because, okay, so I met up with my childhood best friend and- at one point during, well, we were friends for like years and years. So obviously my music ch- taste changed a lot. But at one point my iTunes was fucked up. So all I could listen to was Fall Out Boy and Ashley Simpson. Oh, because they were like the only ones you had saved. Exactly. <laughs> like legally and purchased. They were married. Pete Wentz and <gasps> Ashley Simpson. Yeah, they were married. <gasps> That's you incredible. Manifested that. Yeah. And you feel like you know her vibe very well and you could like do her vibe. I like watched her TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin, do you have any- um, I was probably going to say, by the way, Ashley Simpson's a uh, relevant one for the whole lip syncing thing. Um, oh, oh. But uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But I would probably say Green Day. Like if I, yeah. it's not really, I mean, if you want to say pop, but I yeah, to Green Day a lot. Uh, people in, when, when I was in like middle school and high school, people were obsessed with the fact that the guy from Green Day had eyeliner. And I was like, <laughs> other people, other guys in like similar bands, like also wear eyeliner. But I think like because he 
accentuated his eye bags. Mm. Like people were just like really like reacting to it. Mm. Or maybe like, he didn't obsessed. mean to accentuate the eye bags, but the oh, eye bags no. like got people's attention. Oh no. Okay, um I probably in terms of like music I knew best without looking at lyrics because I'm re- I'm really bad at learning lyrics. Really? Um yeah, I'm really bad at it. Hmm. Um probably JoJo is oh, the yeah. music I knew best. So that would be the only one I wouldn't be afraid that I would just know- not know the words. I don't believe um, you. You're good at lyrics. I'm bad at learning them. It takes me like a year. Wait, I've like had this conversation with you in the real life and you didn't engage. I didn't engage or I didn't believe <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you didn't engage. I was like, I guess she believes me. That's so strange. Okay. I think you're just good at music. Wait, I do need to, I, I do want to like just, we need to, the, the end of this movie is insane and makes no sense. And I just okay. want to point out a few more things. How does Isabella know that Lizzie can sing? Like this right. is never discussed. Yes. She's like, oh, I'm going to let this random girl sing for me. Then also the dancing, which uh, Lizzie has spent many, many, many hours with Paolo learning. There are somehow, there's suddenly backup dancers that she can dance with without Paolo. The dance works even though one person is no longer there. That makes no sense. And when, when, well, okay. When she, I was just gonna say when she's singing, you can hear whoever else is like, actually like, like, okay. Hilary Duff is singing as Lizzie, but I can hear whatever voice they've like meshed in with Hilary Duff's voice. Yeah, because yeah. I I agree. And the funniest part about Paolo and Lizzie practicing beforehand is when they like, Paolo does his like, well, then I guess you'll have to sing. And then there's a moment where he's like, now we dance. And there's like this long, <laughs> there's like a, a very long dance sequence where if you notice the camera is like facing their back so all you get is like a clear stunt double dancing like for both, <laughs> for both Paolo and uh, Hilary Duff. <laughs> it's so beautiful yeah the ending I, is batshit crazy I know but it's so the beautiful song is really everybody good. loves it the song is really good the Sing song to me, is Paolo is the really song good. is a smash like the song is good if, um at the very very end we do have Sergey like flirting with Ungermeyer, and so I was, I was gonna suggest Sir Straight is more like it. Okay. <laughs> and then after the kiss, Lizzie kisses Gordo, and he's like, "Okay, do you want to go back to the party?" Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, Kevin, you had something else to say about the song. Oh, it, I mean, the the song being good is why we're talking about it right now. Like that's why we're talking about this movie because the song is an absolute smash hit. Like if yeah. the song if the song wasn't that good, we would pick apart pick it apart way more. That whole you said it yourself like that last scene is very uh, all over the place. It doesn't really tie together. But when the song's that good, you just go with it. You know, we love it. Yeah, yeah. That's the why her parents forgave fun. her. Her parents forgave her. The parents her. forgave the her. Forgave her. Everyone forgave her because the song was good. I do want to say the crowd in the front row is very fucking funny. Like, if you go back and watch them, they're, like, I think just, like, Italian extras, and they're, like, sort of clapping and bouncing. Like, they don't they don't seem like they speak English to me. Like, they just they just give that vibe, and they're just kind of like, eh. <laughs> it's, they look like they don't speak I'm English. <laughs> Their dancing suggests that they don't speak English. You watch that scene and see, and they're all white women. Oh. Well, white women are famous. You go- good at dancing. 
<laughs> you go watch that scene and you tell me what you think of them. And as you mentioned earlier, Kevin, there's just like two rows of people. Right. <laughs> like... That in fact, there's one shot where they show like <laughs> a stadium of people, and it's clearly green screen. And it's when Lizzie's like has her hands up, and it's like two <laughs> seconds of like clear green screen of an audience. Okay, on to the end. I do agree that I remember thinking. I think like with this kiss, I thought originally like it wasn't going to happen mm. and then it did. <laughs> and I actually do think it's a, it's like relatable that he's like, okay, uh, uh, I'm awkward. Let's go back inside. Yeah. There really, I actually there really like wasn't it. a, there wasn't a lead up. It just kind of, they got it over with. I, that's why I don't like, I'm like, does she like him? There's no, nothing happened. Nothing happened yeah, in this movie. I think you have to you have to know the show. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. nothing happened in this movie to change their relationship besides that him demonstrating that he's a loyal friend. He hasn't like taken his shirt off to reveal his like eight pack. You know, like he's done nothing to be more of a sexual being to her. He has just been a good friend when Yeah, but the kiss is very, very chaste. It's not sexual at all. I also like how they basically treat Gordo like a martyr for getting kicked out. Like, do it for Gordo. He got he got oh, yeah. sent to the airport, <laughs> but now he's back. It doesn't make any sense, too, because, like, Gordo was there the whole time, so it obviously wasn't him sneaking out. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's make... so stupid. Yeah. Ungermeyer was, like, annoyed at him the whole time. Yeah. Um. Okay, we need to talk about uh, Kate and Ethan's pivotal conversation at the end of this film. Oh. Because I agree that it is, like, the thematic, like, scene of the film. What does she say? And then he's like, that's hot. So she goes, she's basically, she has the point where she's like, I can't believe like I'm the hot one and popular one. And Lizzie got to like ride on a motorcycle with this guy and like be in a concert and like change her whole life. And like, if Lizzie McGuire can do that, like, what's the whole point? I don't know anything at all. And Ethan's like, that's hot. And I think like, that is the best (laughs) conversation in the whole show. He wants a dumb, hot bitch. (laughs) And it's it's true. If this if you were a random kid in this high school, you'd be like, what is the point of trying hard at anything if this just happens to a random klutzy girl? You know? Wow. It's it's great. It's thematic. And then he hands over a plate of spaghetti, which earlier in the film she says, I can't even get an Italian boy to give to buy me a plate of spaghetti. It's beautiful. I, I love she it. She wouldn't eat carbs, but she does for him. That's the best writing in the show, this scene. <laughs> I'll agree with you. I would watch, sure. to be honest, I would watch a movie between Kate, Kate and Ethan. Absolutely. They have more sexual chemistry. Also, if you look up Ethan right now, what he looks like, he looks exactly like Miles Teller. That's just a separate separate thing. Well, well that's, a right good, that's good news for me. I like Miles Teller. I feel like he he has a little bit of the Charles Melton foot face, oh, Jane, I don't like for how me. he looks. Sorry. Ethan? <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. It's a, okay. You sound really I apologetic. I don't like it. And sad. Um, but I, I do think that it's a nice wrap up to their characters from the show. It's basically like them saying goodbye to the show. Oh. So, and I think like that makes sense why they had to do the kiss and then leave. I wonder if the actors also were like, okay, fine. Goodbye. <laughs> I don't like the, I don't like the kiss. I don't, I'm sorry. Like you shouldn't kiss your friend. Like, does she like him? Does she want to date him? Or does she just want to make their relationship uncomfortable? Yeah, it would have helped if, like, she was more like, 
there was a realization of like, oh my gosh, Gordo has like had my back this whole time. Maybe I like him. Yeah, agreed. There, like, there wasn't even there. that. Mm-hmm. There also, wasn't even that. Lizzie doesn't really re- react to things normally. Like <laughs> if you notice, like every response she has to anything is like, she's flabbergasted by anything that happens. She's like, what? <laughs> but how? Like, this is not like she, she actually doesn't really interact with people normally. I do think that's like Hillary Duff in all movies though, right? Would you say the same for Raise Your Voice, Jane? Oh yeah, I mean she's bad at acting. We can all agree. No, but like they all they all give her the like, huh? Okay. Like that's like always her. She's reaction. very innocent. Like always always like she it's sort of like she was just born yesterday as like she just doesn't know anything that's going on, so she's always surprised. She's very simple. <laughs> Should we wrap up? Yeah. Okay, we have come to the end. We're each going to answer three questions. And Kevin, you can go first every time. The first question is, is this movie good or bad? I would say it's bad. Yeah, it's it's quite bad. <laughs> I think it's bad. I think that the scene, the Sing to Me Paolo scene is good, even though it's crazy. Okay, second question is, did you like this movie? I would say I liked it. Yeah. It was bad, but very like a lot of enjoyable moments of this yeah i find it pretty comforting to watch i i I can still keep watching it somehow there are a few moments that are that are cringy but but it's actually mostly like not cringy so i like it i agree i agree i don't think there are a lot of cringy moments and i i think that it has a lot of like earnestness that still makes me feel happy um I really liked it this time around. I just haven't seen it in a long time. Wow. So it made me happy. It made me happy. Yeah. Yay. And it it moves uh, it moves quickly too. Like there's not a lot of like lingering on bad parts. Agreed. 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 Um, what type of teen is this movie for? Um a uh, embarrassment prone kid, maybe. <laughs> embarrassment. embarrassment. Yeah, I yeah. think that's good. I think I think on that note, like a girl who just like has never been noticed will really identify with Lizzie. I also like I got to I got to say like if you don't have warm feelings towards Hillary Duff you probably will not enjoy this movie. I said that about another movie recently. Yeah. Saying like if you don't have warm feelings for the star, the starlet. Yes. Oh wait, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're yeah. not going to like it. So, Hillary Duff fans. Um I think that um in contrast to Crossroads this is definitely for a younger kid and so I would say like it would be great for like an eleven-year-old and her mom to watch together. Maybe. Yeah, it is a fan. Like, it's a good family movie. The child would just be like imbibing it, and the mom would be like, "Oh my god, Hillary Duff." That's yeah. That's my analysis. Um, Kevin, what are you watching these days? That's not this. Um, I mean, only murders in the building. I've been watching a little Yay, bit. Yay! I love that show. Um, if want to speak about uh Selena Gomez. <laughs> She's good Not in a, it, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the show's good. To be honest, to be honest, she's good in the show, but I can't really tell if she's like that good of an actor. Have you seen Spring Spring Breakers? No, I haven't. I actually think she's pretty like pretty good in that. Anything you're watching? I watched Don't Worry Darling. Don't worry, darlings. Don't worry, darling. Oh, how did you think? Did you just one darling? Did, I uh, loved watching. How much? It. How much would you like to say on the podcast? I don't. Yeah, wanna... you said you loved the experience. Yeah, yeah I don't. You loved I, your experience. I think it's a movie that, like, if you 
Like if you if you look at the trailer and you like and you're like I might like this like you're probably gonna enjoy it. I think the reviews are and all you very like the drama. The reviews yeah. are very warranted. How how did Harry Styles do? One to ten. Seven six like he's oh yeah, that's okay. not bad. Yeah, I I feel yeah, like people yeah. are harder on him than I am. Like yeah I, I but I agree with some of the reviews that say he's sort of like there's not a lot of life behind those eyes. <laughs> Well, and the thing is, like, I never expected him to be in it as an actor. Like, I was just like, it's cool that he's in it as a celeb. Right. Like, I think that's where you are too, Jane. It's not like we had high expectations. Exactly. I think, like, maybe some, like, Gen Zers, like, really did think, like, oh, my God, this is going to be his acting debut. But those Gen Zers think he's great. I, we, there was, like, a group of teens in front of us. And when we left, they were like, that was, that was so great. Which is awesome. Like, I want (sighs) people to enjoy movies. Like, it's okay to yeah, like yeah, movies yeah. that it's okay, don't it's okay, it's okay. fully. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> if you, you know, I think I said this before about the Lizzie McGuire movie, but if you pull on a thread, like that movie will fall apart. <laughs> um, but it, you can still enjoy it. I think that Harry's. I was talking to someone about this last night. I think that Harry Styles is like really great at music, but very stupid. I was just like <laughs> thinking about he like. Um, I was watching. I've been watching a lot of Tiny Desks while like doing something else, just to like put them on, and like they're just comforting in the background. And during Harry Styles' tiny desk, he talks about the song Watermelon Sugar, which is so obviously a song about eating pussy. And, like, so is the video. Like, it's, like, very playfully done. And he, like, talks about it in the tiny desk. And he's, like, this song is, like, I'm not going to do the Harry Styles voice. But he's, like, this song is, like, when you first start dating someone and, like, everything feels sweet and, like, beautiful. And I was, like, bro, that's not what the – this is not what the song is. Like – the minute he said that, I was like, oh, you're stupid. And he, like, 100% believed it. And he, like, I was like, you can only express yourself through, like, good pop lyrics and, like, you're stupid. Like, it, it was beautiful to to witness. Mm. Um, and it's a fun, tiny desk. But, like, I he is endearing. You keep, Issa keeps sending me TikToks of him, like, talking to the crowd <laughs> at his at his show yeah, in New York. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, does he perform? Like, <laughs> shut up. Yeah. I feel like. Shut I the fuck like- up. I think people are going through a renaissance right now of realizing Harry Styles is dumb. And <laughs> maybe, maybe he's not. Maybe he's just out of context. I don't know. Ooh, no, we got a Harry Styles defender. I think that people, I think that people all have different intelligences. And I think he's great at writing pop music. And I think like, maybe he's just not like, it's kind of like when they say like, you can't interview athletes all the time. Like they don't know how to explain their genius. And I think it might be the same, you know? I think that's I can fair. See that. Maybe he just doesn't interview well, you know? Yeah, like, I think, I I like his songs. Like, I think his lyrics are fun. I'm bad at learning lyrics, so I probably know 30% of them. Okay, Um, I finished season one of the rehearsal, which finally I did. Like, I feel like I'm fine. Um, I, um, I did as well. Yeah, I thought there was a season two. <laughs> I don't know, I was mistaken. But I think it's because there was so much discourse that I couldn't believe that there were like that few episodes out um and i tried to explain it to someone and they said like it did not sound entertaining at all um so sad for them i guess i guess they're never gonna watch it should i finish it yeah okay i do think it gets like like the way we were reacting when we watched the first one together jane i think you'll feel more like that as it goes on stressed out you'll feel more (laughs) that's how you felt for the A little, yeah. I mean, I thought it, a lot. Thought of it, a lot of it was funny, but um, yeah. But stress, but stress, and I think you'll continue to have that exact same cycle. Okay, Kevin, do you agree with me? Yeah, yeah. To be honest, 
to be honest, there there is some Nathan Fielder content that does make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Where like you're watching it and you're like, I don't really know if I like what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. I I'll keep watching it. You know. I felt like that at the end too. Like the finale is a lot, I think, in that space. Um, but thank you, Kevin, for coming to watch this, something that is ultimately very comfortable. <laughs> The Lizzie yeah. McGuire movie makes everyone feel safe. The Lizzie McGuire movie is the antithesis to Nathan Fielder. Maybe that's maybe that's what it is. It makes you feel safe. Yeah, the Lizzie McGuire movie is like a warm, warm pit in your in your heart that makes you feel like good. <laughs> yeah, Kevin, is there anything you want to plug? You can follow me. I guess that's that's the main thing I'll plug right now. You can follow my Twitter at Kevin Burke with a V for the seven follow me on instagram i guess and you can follow my tiktok which is just hit the jet stream <laughs> oh my god i need to do you make content i make content yeah whoa jane is jane is no longer on tiktok she has quote unquote seen all the videos that's true i guess that, not that's Kevin, true. but i am yeah <laughs> well, it, everything's been done already so you've probably, you've probably seen <laughs> probably seen all the videos at this point Jane, do you want to mention the upcoming movie? <laughs> yeah, it's Cruel Intentions. I think it is, and I think I'm excited because I know you didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. I, like, know deep in my heart that you were going to be bothered by that movie. It, it really upset me. But also it's timely because it was referenced a lot in Do Revenge. It's true. Um, also, I went to um, I went to a... I was randomly on Spring Street yesterday, and um, there was some italian street food festival happening but then also there were just people partying like in the street and i saw a girl i think uh, two best friends i mean i'm assuming they're best friends a girl dressed like Cher from coolest and i think the other one was maybe supposed to be the girl from cruel intentions wow a blonde and a brunette where were they going together. to a party they're just like at the like they were oh. like drinking on the street they're like at this like kind of like drinks pop-up cool and it was like i mean it could have been like costume in- i don't know but, like, that could be, uh, maybe not. <laughs> you don't want to do that costume I would idea, do okay? it. No, we already have a teen, we have a teen, a, a costume idea that's based you on You have something. to look for that wig. Okay, I will. Okay. That was Under the Bleachers, our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave a review and please share us with a friend. And with a teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at bleacherteens. Also, subscribe to our Patreon to kick us some support, especially if you can't get enough and want some added perks at patreon.com slash underthebleacherspod. Okay, we will see you next time. Under Under the the bleachers. bleachers!